Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, and welcome back to the Mass Singer Rahapo podcast, where today we're going to specifically talk about season five, episode nine, a.k.a. the spicy six, with a little sprinkle of the sing along, because the sing along is essentially a little sprinkle of clues, and that's it. Nothing else needs to be mattering. It's a little do even. Uh, I am your host, Puya the Tripod Zanvikili, and you know me. I never do this alone, could never do this alone. I have my co pilot here with me. Uh, sorry, one sec. Let me let me put them under the mind reader and figure out what their name is for this episode recap. One sec, sorry. Mm-hmm. There we go. It's Liana the sausage roll, Boris. Liana, oh. how are you doing today? Oh my gosh! When you were gonna put me under the mind reader, I thought about just yelling "hot dog" because you know it was just like a random thing that was in their brain. Mm-hmm. That's so funny. You picked sausage roll. I picked hot dog. Yeah, oh, I mean, look at us! I genuinely read your mind there. Like, that's, yeah, yeah, that's cute. We're in sync, and no, I don't mean Lance Bass. Mm, yeah. How are you doing today, Liana? <sighs> yeah, I'm good. Um uh this this episode was really just a roller coaster of emotion for me. I feel yeah. like I uh my whole worldview of who I thought the top three were gonna be just got like completely not completely shattered, but I just felt like everybody did so good, but some were better than others, and I'm sure the decision should <laughs> what are you Sean? Uh, the decisions Sean were very Connery. difficult. I'm Sean Connery. Yeah. And maybe he'll be on uh he'll be on next. Is he dead? Is he alive? He'll Ooh. be he'll be in heaven's edition of the mass sig early. Oh gosh. Um anyway, moving on. Every season uh, you there's at least one person you do not know has uh, left. Track. I don't know. Anyway, whatever. Uh but the good news is I still have three in the draft and you have two, although I feel like you have two like bangers on your team so oh yeah uh, we'll see yeah. we'll see i'm well, excited to talk about this though yeah top of the hour um let me just say i am very sad doing this episode i really am i'm vi- i'm yeah. distraught when i saw the unmasking my whole world came crashing down it was brutal and we'll Aww. talk all about it okay but let's go from to lighthearted stuff in the beginning liana i'm gonna attempt to sum up everything that happened in the sing-along in 60 seconds. Ooh, okay. I'm excited. Do you want me to time you? 
Yes. Or do you have a timer? You hold the timer up um, so that it also makes an alert when I'm done done or when I don't okay. have time. Because when you're done, when you're done done. Oh wait, yeah, hold on. I'm, I'm, I'm giving it sixty seconds, okay. minute rice style, and then we're gonna move on to episode nine. Talk about the uh, the main show. Okay, and GOG's not gonna get mad at us for this, right? Uh, no, this isn't like this is not an important this thing. Is the, this is the Garner minute. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. No. All right. I'm ready. One minute on the clock. You ready? Uh, okay. yes. All right. Three, two. Wait. What are you gonna are you gonna hit start at one or are you gonna hit say go then hit start? Uh I was gonna hit say go and then hit start. Does that okay, make sense? Okay, we're on the same page. That's what I wanted. Okay, cool, cool. Okay. All right. Three, two, one, go. So the single long episode happened last week. The clue to do comes on and says we're getting extra clues tonight. Everyone's gonna get an extra clue. And oh, by the way, I'm also gonna reveal a huge secret tonight. Okay, cool, whatever. Nick Cannon comes on and says best love song category. Names the nominees. Black Swan wins that. The next thing we get is an exclusive Black Swan clue. There's the focus on the globe. Montana, we already know that. The Hannah Montana clue. Easy pickings. We move on. Then, most powerful mask journey award goes to the crab. Uh, we see some funny scenes in the back. Most entertaining train wreck was the raccoons award. Most emotional performance goes to the piglet. Then we got an exclusive clue. Um, and then the most rebellious character was the grandpa monster. Of course, you already knew this best John legend covered by a cyborg covered in something with Robo Pine. Yes, the awards were ridiculous. Best rock performance goes to Orca. Uh, the masky for best pop song goes to the Russian dolls. And then I'm just going to not, I'm going to ignore all the other uh, rewards and just say that the Cloodle do had a clue about themselves. That was the important thing here. And basically, Cloodle do's identity is linked to a former uh, person who competed. And that is the gremlin, oh, aka it's, Mickey Rourke. It's uh, the things that I'm making sound. Beep 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 beep. That's all I wanted to do. We're done. Oh. All, all right. right. Look at you. Congratulations. How do you feel? I feel fine. Uh, did Did any of the information come across? <laughs> That's what I. Yeah, I think so. I uh, you know, come on. That's what you need to know. That's the um, sure. I will say my 1.5 to two time two x people out there are going to have a struggle with that minute but we'll be fine i think we'll be okay yeah no i, I appreciated the brevity brevity okay cool sounds good all right shall we shall we move on and talk about the spicy six aka episode nine Ooh, the spicy six aka episode nine yeah let's dig in i think you know they i really like these episodes where there's six performances because they kind of like they got to pack it in not a lot of room for fluff so i think we should do the exact same thing pack it in baby <laughs> pack it in yeah so we're told at the beginning that they're going to be taking um off masks this time around so before we even dive into the first clue package how did you feel about this new way to do the clues which was essentially hey Take your mask off and put your feet on the table. Like it really, <laughs> what did you think about that move? Uh, yeah, uh, it was definitely weird seeing the costumes without like the headpiece thing. Like that was super weird because, for example, the piglet, it kind of looked like a thumb. Like it was like a thumb head. It yeah, was the- weird. It was completely disproportional <laughs> and I hated it very much. Yeah, the piglet's head was too small for that costume. Uh, without mm-hmm. the mask yeah it was very weird um because for me it's like they took it off and then when they said we're gonna take it off, i thought oh are we gonna get like physical clues no it was essentially just a metaphor for we're gonna ask you questions from behind like a producer's and we're like how are you doing how are you feeling about all this like mm-hmm. it was more of a, like a raw moment with them rather than any clue really 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there were a few moments that were potentially clues. Like they they definitely did the shots of, you know, like the five ice cream cones for the Yeti or something like that. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, it was it was a, just a sit down, a chit chat, an interview, a talking head, if you will. Yeah, exactly. So then do you want to just dive right in, waste no time, skate right into the Yeti's clue package here? Oh, yeah, this was cute because this is the whole thing about how he's just a family Yeti and he didn't find purpose until he became a dad. Um, Like I said, the five ice cream cones, the pacifier, the panda bear. It was like really sweet. And then, of course, there was a complete tonal shift into the song performance, but (laughs) that was just a little bizarre. Yeah, I um. so with the clue package, let's see, what did I what did I gather here? Um, so he talks about connecting with the music, big family Yeti, the five ice cream cones again, you have mentioned at this point. Do I want to say that it that has the link to B2K? It is possible. Um, B2K, how many members were there in B2K? Can I? No, there's four. So that's not, not that doesn't have anything to do with the with it. We move, we move on. We move on. There's four of them. Yeah, exactly. So five ice cream cones means nothing. Does he have five um, kids? Uh, ooh, <laughs> why did I go to B2K first? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. And looking at his uh, family, he has two children. So no, yeah. does not have five kids. <laughs> um, oh, has five albums. Oh. Five, five studio albums, five solo albums. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, there we go. So, I'm sure that's exactly what it is. This I don't really know. screams I'm f- trying to fit it into a box, which is not good. Oh, um, has done five tours titled scream tour scream tour one two three four and five yeah okay uh sorry i just i I really have to bring this up this was under the black swans like uh after the performance or whatever but i think it's applicable right now in general throughout the entire show when robin thick called out the how stretchy the clues are because there was the whole one about um, there was the thing for New Hampshire and then it was like oh if she's driven through New Hampshire it counts that's exactly what we do that's exactly what's happening and I thought that was so funny that he pointed it out because it's exactly the thing with the ice cream cones it's like five kids no oh but he's got five albums oh they've done five two- yeah yeah that, that, sure that fits yeah that makes sense <laughs> well, like, yeah, I don't he- know why they're ice cream cones but like yeah fine he once met Lou Bega at an ele- in an elevator. Like it really <laughs> yeah. d- doesn't need yeah. much. He bought an ice cream cone from a vendor on the street. He one time went to an ice cream truck and bought five ice creams. Like I don't know. <laughs> Have you ever um, eaten five ice creams in a day? Ooh, in a day? Yeah. Um, well, it depends because if you define a serving of ice cream, it's like only a half a cup, and I've for sure eaten no. at least like two to three servings of ice. Yeah, look on the packaging; it's just it's no, 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 like no, no. Terrifying. I'm not. I'm not trying to um, disagree with you on the serving size. Like I agree. It's Are you probably... talking about cones, like straight cones of ice cream? No, but I could. Uh, no, yeah. So I'm talking. So for me, a unit in this instance is a cone mm-hmm. or a stick of or like an ice cream sandwich, like. A tub of ice cream oh. would count as one unit, like whatever the container ice, itself. Ice is. cream sandwich, maybe. I may have eaten five ice cream sandwiches I in one day. You like for for some reason the number three comes to mind. I don't think I've gone beyond three in a in a like morning to night day mm, before. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm. Mm-hmm. Why do we did we talk about ice cream somewhat recently or no? Who like us? Yeah. For what purpose? 
Why do I remember looking up an ice cream truck's ice creams? I don't know. Is this Might have been on a, was it on a stream? I don't know. I just it, it took me somewhere. Okay. Um, yeah. That's, it takes yeah. two to make a it uh, ah, mm. what? I don't know. I was trying to think of a parody of the Rob Bass song that the Yeti does, but then I couldn't think of one. And now I've ruined everything. You've not ruined anything. Let's talk about that song that you tried to segue from. The Razzle Dazzle. Did you like it? I bet you liked it. I loved this performance. The Yeti is coming through like a whole winner to me. Genuinely. Mm -hmm. Like the Yeti gave us everything you need in a performance and more. Because here's what I loved. Oh, I'm so happy. I'm so happy. Here's what I loved about it. So first of all, we know the Yeti can sing. We've seen it already. We've heard it. Mm -hmm. The Yeti has moved us. Phenomenal. And then the Yeti came in here and said, this is going to be my razzle dazzle side that they're going to see. Mm -hmm. Comes in, hits us with a little bit of rap, hits us with some slow-mo walk dancing, crowd engagement style movements, then the solo bit. Top to bottom, phenomenal. This mm -hmm. is why I'm sad, but I'm not I'm not feeling like I'm out of the competition because I think Yeti is has a seat in the final three. It's just a matter of who are the other two people joining the Yeti. Mm -hmm. Yeah, th this performance really solidified for me how strong of a competitor the Yeti is. I think the Yeti is the only wild card left, correct? Uh, yes, because it was um, the orca, the whale, and the crab. The, yeah. So the crab, and then the the Nick Cannon. Oh, Nick, that's it. Doesn't count. Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, it definitely feels like the Yeti here is the one that if they're going to try to do the thing where there's one from each group in the final three, like one from group A, one from group B, and one wild card, it's 100% oh. the I mean, it's the Yeti because it has to be because the Yeti's the only wild card left. But, like, I think the Yeti deserves it, right? It's it's justifiable and understandable why the Yeti would end up making it to the, to the final three. Mm -hmm. I mean, this, like, got me dancing in my seat. He did the yeah. splits. Like that was such a show. I was stunned, razzle dazzled away, and of course enjoyed the singing performance as well. So I felt like this just all came together for a really great show. You know, like has anyone made their costume seem like it weighs nothing the way the Yeti has now? Two weeks in a row, we've seen rollerblading, we've seen uh, like high key, like high volume dancing, and then we saw splits. This costume is as if he's not wearing a costume. Yeah, which is funny because we got to see him without the helmet and you can see how massive that thing is because when you see his tiny mm -hmm. little head, it's just like, oh, that's so cute. Yeah, but like his feet seem tiny, <laughs> but then the top body's massive. Yeah, like the big shoulder <laughs> things, too. It's just, um, mm. yes, very, very large. <laughs> very large indeed. You know what else was large? The judges thoughts on the Yeti. No, no, I'm not even going to edit this, but. You know what else was large? The mind reader device. So they come through with this mind. I'm not editing this. This came okay. through. They're, they're, they're reading minds. They got this big machine thing that's coming through. What did you think about this? Yet another innovative way to figure out what these uh, clues are. Yeah, I'm cool with it. I thought this one was funny. I liked how the first one was corn. It was like, corn? I don't remember eating corn. <laughs> I made myself laugh. Um, Why? What does that mean? 
I don't want to explain it on a podcast. Can I explain it later? Ew, is it something <laughs> gross? No, yeah, maybe. It's just because corn sometimes doesn't get fully digested. La, 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 ah! la. So that means to tell me, what do you think the corn clue means? I don't, no, you know what? No. Gonna, no. All right. Um, it says I, corn popped into my mind. So I think the yeah. real clue is popped. We're right? finding ourselves in quite the kernel right now. <laughs> oh, no. And then when, oh, my gosh. The moment I died in this episode, because you know how I feel about teeth. When Ken brought up the Jason Derulo thing, I Mm -hmm. about died. That's when I had that audible reaction. You ran in the room thinking that I was like hurt or something. Yeah, I thought you fell. (laughs) Yeah, that's. (laughs) Oh, it was bad. I did not respond well to that. You like shooed me out of the room because you were watching the episode and I hadn't yet. Uh-huh. And then when I watched the episode, I knew exactly when yeah. I walked in was <laughs> when the Jason Derulo thing comes up. Yeah. Uh-huh. So don't love that. We don't love that. We don't love that. But, but what happens next? What happens next is that we're going to look at these judges guesses. Liana, did any of them stick out to you? No, no. <laughs> I didn't no. write any of them down. I was still shaking from the whole thing, the whole yeah. teeth thing. So we haven't talked about our guest judge yet, and this is the perfect time to bring her in. Chrissy Metz, have you are you familiar with her work? Okay. I one hundred percent kept forgetting that she was there. <laughs> is that bad? I've never seen This Is Us, and I'm sure she's Emmy nominated or whatever, so I'm sure she does great work. I'm not gonna mm-hmm. like disparage her. She's fine. But like, I maybe I appreciated the brevity, and they even made comments about it. Of like, she would just come in and be like, "This person, okay, like maybe this person." The end. But then she was never really on screen, so I kept forgetting that she was there. So does that make you an effective guest when I forget that you're the guest? <laughs> yeah. So for me, I also am not familiar with her work, which I think is criminal at this point, because I loved her this episode. She wasn't. Oh, oh I no. Here's the thing. She wasn't overbearing like the other guest judges are. Yeah. And I think that's why we kept forgetting her. And especially with, with Rita Wilson rapping and having the horrible guesses last time around, this, the, the huge comparison immediately is, wow, these are two completely different guest judges. And here's the thing. I liked her guesses. I thought she had very good guesses throughout the episode. So I, it was a welcome change. Even though I recognize that when you bring on a guest, the the whole point is the guest is supposed to stand out, I guess, a little bit. But I was very happy with the way this worked. It was it was very is like probably the most low key guest spot we've had this season, maybe ever on the show. Well, yeah, but that's the whole thing is that it was so low key. I kept forgetting she was there, which I guess is a good thing. She's not taken away from the show. I think the other thing is it was a very strong episode too. So um, yeah, and it's tough because there's so there's so much to get to exactly. So yeah, it's tough. You're trying to shove six performances into what about forty two, forty three minutes? It's a long order. But no, I thought she did well. Um, Her guesses here were Trey Songs or Miguel. It's closer. I dare I say (laughs) that's a closer guess than freaking Vin Diesel as the yeti and here's the thing <sighs> canon kept gassing up ken like it was a viable option i was like mm-hmm. stop lying to him <laughs> like the poor man yeah <laughs> stop lying to your son like this yeah so that was a thing um that happened but then is there anything else that you want to talk about with regards to the yeti 
or are you going to letty me segue us to the next uh, performer? <laughs> well, if you're ready. Oh, wait. <laughs> ready. Then we can. I will letty you. I give up. I couldn't think of a word for like lead to bring uh, guide. Guide. Liana, can you name an instrument that starts with the letter O? An oboe. Damn, that rhymes with Robo Pine came in oh. next. And uh here's the thing with Robo Pine. <laughs> Robo Pine leaves this episode. And oh, yeah. that crushed me. I I was dumbfounded. I was dumbfounded. Well, we'll get there. So the Robo Pine's clue package comes in, and the Robo Pine talks about how the, the things we might not know about them, their family was on food stamps, and then they never forget the specific school field trip they were on. The couple of the visual clues were grade AA butter, and then also there was jam. Um, I didn't get much from this clue package, if I'm being honest with you. Yeah, I mean, especially, look, did I go Google a bunch of stuff and try to check them? No, I did not. But I didn't do the work. All right. I just did. I mean, that's fair. That's fair. Oh, uh, the big, the big overarching clue here, though, to me was the, the friend passing away, which was. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Paul yes, Walker. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. That was the one that actually, like, as soon as he started talking about that, I was like, oh, okay, mm. yeah, like, for sure. Yeah, which I do like that they um one of the judges later brings up the roller coaster behind the Rubble Pine being a nod to the Fast and Furious ride, which exists, which I did not know about. So I think that made sense to me ultimately mm -hmm. as well. But then yeah, absolutely. So, do you want to talk to me about this performance, Liana? What did you think of the uh, the performance done by Rubble Pine? Yeah. So um I thought that this performance was good. I think one of the issues that the Robopine had though is that he kind of painted himself into a corner in terms of the types of performances. Even Robin after the performance talks about how like, yeah, you're really good at bringing the ballads, you know, and this was a ballad and he has done ballads in the past and it doesn't take away from the actual performance, but when you uh, to push through, you need to be able to have more variety. And I felt like the Robopine kind of dropped the ball a little bit here by picking something that was kind of in the same vein as other performances that he's done before. So, yeah, it's interesting because I'm the one who has talked about how Razzle Dazzle is important. Mm -hmm. I had chills listening to this performance. Literal chills, Liana. And I'm so sad we lost Robo Pine, but 100% the point you are making makes sense to me. I couldn't figure out why, but that makes sense to me that, um, it's the, the balladness of it all. And I haven't watched the unmasked interview they did with Tyrese, but Tyrese comes back to the music seed and just proves once again, I can sing. You know, I might be in the mm -hmm. Fast and Furious friend, but I can I can still bring it. And and mm -hmm. Tyrese brought it. So I really enjoyed this performance. I really loved the song choice. Um and I was, I was sad to see him go. I was sad. Oh, I know. I know it's sad for you. Uh, but so when I got to the end of the episode and I was mm -hmm. trying to predict, it was before they did the reveal, and I was trying to predict who they were gonna send home. Mm. I went to Robopine because of that. I was like Robopine or the Russian dolls. Like to me, it was between the t those two for who I thought there was going to go home. 
There were three in my short list. There yeah. were three. Um, Robopine was third on my list. I I thought it was between the Piglet or the Russian dolls. Actually, okay, yeah, I pick yeah, yeah. Piglet probably would have been the last one. I mean, I just it thought just, there was no way wow. the Yeti, there was no way the Yeti was going to go. I thought that well, yeah. Anyway, we'll get. Well, but, then, so I point, know exactly what you want to talk is, about. We'll the point is, the point is, is that I I as much as you love the Robopine and as strong as you responded to the performance, I do feel like it was at least in the bottom half. Yeah, which I, mean, I think you agree with as well. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, when we first, when I first heard like the first four performers, I was like, well, no one's going home tonight. This is way too good of a night. But I think we were damned by having arguably, I would, I'd be willing to say the best final six we've had on any season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, no, I, th- this was, I didn't want anybody to go. <laughs> no, I've, and I've never felt that way before. Mm-hmm. I will say though, I will gladly take a golden ear uh, point here with the vaulted guest of Tyrese. I will take that. That is good. So I'm happy oh, with this. Who did I yeah. guess? I'm sure someone terrible and not even close. <laughs> so I let's quickly look. look back at our stuff. So you had Logan and I had Tyrese, right? We're 1-1 one, one mm-hmm. now? I think so. Yeah, because I don't think yeah Nick came and went before we even got a chance. Okay. We, when we did moved, the Robopine show up? Which episode was the Robopine? Robopine was one? the premiere. Uh, yeah, Robopine was the last performer in the premiere, I'm pretty sure. I didn't even I, I didn't even write one down. So. <laughs> Good job, me. Well, <laughs> made it a little bit easier. <laughs> All right, so let's move. We get put into the mind reader. The light bulb is what they show us. We later find out Watts is the connection there. It's a good connection right there. Mm-hmm. Um, Jenny McCarthy says Usher. Okay, that works. Nicole was on one though. She got it. Tyrese, and then Chrissy mentions Tank. And then we had a little segment where they talked about what do you think would be on your mind? And they kind of had a back and forth. Nicole brings up margaritas. And then somehow the piglet finds a way to use this as a segue into their food package, which I felt was a reach. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a reach at best. What's on your mind right now, Liana? Mm, vampire teeth. Is it because you were looking at your clue package notes? Yeah. Okay, tell us more about the clue package then. <laughs> okay, so the piglet. Uh, this was an interesting story about learning about Nick Lachey's frat days uh, when he shaved his head for a party and realized that he had a birthmark shaped like an apple on his head. Didn't know that, so that was fun. And, uh, and then, like, the girl he was into said, well, anyway, whatever, you watched the episode, or maybe you didn't. Maybe you didn't watch the episode. Anyway, it was a weird story. Um, uh, but I learned that Nick Lachey was in a frat. That was news to me, although, you know, I could have guessed it. Uh, uh, what else did I see? Vampire Teeth, Four Gold Bards, which I assume stands for his four children, JK. It's probably records or some some nonsense. There was also the the five numbers. So one, two, three, mm-hmm. four, five. But one was, like, standing up, and then two, three, four, five is on the ground. That's yeah, a thing. I would argue that's the last one standing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they even said that. Like, one of the judges said that. No, no, I said that. Please. No, I said No, I said that. Liana Claire Boris. The last one standing. I believe it's Liana the sausage roll Boris, but continue. Mm. Hot dog! <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, now tell me a little bit more about the performance. What did you think of... The Phil Collins tune oh, that was played. I actually, okay, I did think that this was one of his stronger performances out of the performances that he's done so far. 
I thought the choice of Against All Odds by Phil Collins was was really good. And I thought that it kind of works with the breathiness that he brings and the deeper tone compared to what Phil Collins brought. I thought I thought it was really great. The best, like I said, the best of I think of his ballad performances. Mm-hmm. So this because I had put the piglet on like, oh, maybe he could go in the sixth slot, like chameleon, piglet. Russian dolls, I think, were like maybe in my sort of like bottom half. But then when this happened, I was like, oh God, <laughs> this is so competitive. Yeah, I, I genuinely thought, okay, we're going to like, didn't matter who was leaving, we were going to get sad about it. I actually, mm-hmm. there was one group, one performer that could have left that would have been okay. But we'll, we'll get there later. So mm-hmm. um, I really liked this performance. I thought it was great. It was mm-hmm. fun. I just I cannot with this costume, literally bottom tier costume for this for the show ever, which mm-hmm. maybe now that we've been through five seasons, maybe that's a thing we do at some point um, oh, for like an off season. Costumes. Yeah, yeah. There's we'll a lot, just, though. I mean, there's what oh, about 100? No, not 100, but like 60. Ish. I don't know, bro. Math is hard. <laughs> Maths is hard. Yeah, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Uh, but that could be fun. Yeah, no, I thought this was fun. I thought the um, so the piano. I like the simplicity of the background too. The piano player was a good addition. I couldn't figure out if the piano player was a sunny side up egg or a flower. I'm leaning towards flower because there were flowers in the piano, but it kind of looked like a sunny side up egg, which I didn't think was good. Um, mm. If you think about it, so yeah. yeah. <laughs> Interesting indeed. So then we get to the judges, and I feel like the judges like um, the piglet quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nicole says that uh, the piglet wants it the most. And then we do, so I have to ask you at this point, we've made it about 30 minutes into this pod before talking about it. What are your thoughts about the Cloodle do just getting involved with everything? How dare he? <laughs> the fact, well, okay. All right. Hold on. Multiple thoughts. So first of all, it's interesting who they choose to get sort of these like extra clues because the piglet like was it was an odd choice. I feel like like why the piglet? What did the piglet do to get the special Cloodle do clue? <laughs> and also Cloodle do just like inserting himself everywhere where he like. I don't know. I just I, I feel like Clue will do is he's doing his takeover and I guess that's cool. But he just he just seems like a villain, but he's also trying to help us. I don't know. It's just like I can't wrap. I can't wrap my hand around the Clue will do. It's confusing. And I think that's the big takeaway is that this is confusing. Um, And, and it's too much. Honestly, like the show is silly and I love the silly. But the Cloodle Dew is a mess. Um, <laughs> I don't like that the Cloodle Dew can just insert himself wherever he wants. Uh, who are you? And I liked so Robin's joke was both I liked it, but it was also grim. Oh, yeah. He was going to kill him and fry him. He literally said, I'm about to cook this chicken. And I thought, hey, um, relax. <laughs> you relax. can't murder him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, that was like a little terrifying. Was he putting what Frank's red hot on the chicken? I thought there's better stuff you could do. Where did he get the chicken? This is a great question. That's all I want to know. Did he have he... Yeah. I couldn't figure out if it was like proper chicken or not, too. It looked like it looked like they took they got KFC and then they just covered up the um like mm. they taped up the sides. Right. It looked like the top of the chicken. 
was like the top piece was a real piece, but I think the bottom. Oh, were you not. think it was fake? You think? Well, he ate some of it, which I thought was a choice. I mean, he ate, he had a bite, right? I feel like he was chewing more than that. Well, whatever. Anyway, he took a bite, which means that at least some of it was real. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So then, um, the cludle. I hate this. I hate saying So the the rooster says that the piglet caught a touchdown from Dan Marino. Do you know who this is? I'm assuming you probably know who this is. Yeah, the quarterback for the Dolphins. Why do you say like this as if you do not know I, <laughs> that I did, was not raised in North America and do not have yeah. much knowledge about American football? Uh, yeah, no, I know. I, uh, uh, I, I just uh, some. It's weird because some things you know, though. His career ended in two thousand. I was eight. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but so- maybe he like pops up. You know, he pops up in places. He's like in movies and stuff. He Is was he in, in the roast of Larry the Cable Guy. You know, he was in a little. Oh, Nick- I have watched that. No, I have not watched the roast. That's the one roast I haven't watched because I don't know Larry the Cable Guy, so it wouldn't hit for me. Mm, but see, he's like around, like doing stuff. He's he's notable, a notable person. So okay, What's that so thing that, in New Haven where it's the no, what are they called? The notable people in New Haven. They have those posters up. You know what I'm talking about? The one where Paul yeah. Giamatti is on the yeah, yeah, the New Haven Notables. New Haven Notables, yeah. <laughs> what is the thing that's like notable and it's also New Haven? <laughs> and like it's it's both notable and New Haven. I can't quite figure out what that might be called. You know it's, it's like a name for it. It's like a very specific <laughs> name. And there's alliteration. It's like New Haven and it's like also notable. <laughs> who's that person whose name is Liana? But then I think like is their other name Boris? Like I'm not sure. How would you say that? How dare you? Ridiculous. Oh, my side hurts. Oh, stop. <laughs> so do you know who else's side hurts? The person who Dan Marino threw a ball to if they couldn't catch it. Nick Lachey. Oh. Yeah, so what does that mean? Like they played ball. Like does Nick Lachey have a history in football? No, there was like some celebrity football game because I remember because Nick Cannon was also there like hosted or something. And so that's why after that clue, Nick Cannon was like, oh, I know who this is. Because they were like all there. Doing, the, doing, that, doing that thing. Oh, yeah. I, I found a picture of it. See, told you. It's Dan Marino, Nick Lachey, and uh, who's this third person? It's from 2004. Um, oh, and pro football player Tony Gonzalez posts at MTV's Rock and Jock Super Bowl. Rock and Jock, baby. Rock and Jock. Oh, that's a horrible name. Yeah, who else was here? I'm going to search this up real quick. I'll rock your jack. <laughs> what? I don't know. I literally said I don't want to edit this podcast. You're going to make me sorry, edit some stuff no, out no, of the no, podcast. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Everybody knows what I'm talking about. It's cool. It's like, oh yeah, um, that's the part I'm not worried about. Is that everyone uh, got the the inappropriate no, comment? No, no, it's made. not inappropriate. It's not inappropriate. It's well, it not is inappropriate. now. It's only inappropriate if you make it inappropriate. And I just did. It's too late now. Now I have How to. Dare edit. you? How dare I, mean, I don't you. know. Maybe. Okay. So you want to know the team names? For who? Oh, for, for the, the Rock and Jocks. Yeah, yes. so for the Rock mm-hmm. and yes, Jock yep. football game, it was the Aardvarks versus the Salamanders. Who named them? That's I do not why. know. Why? So, on uh, the Aardvarks, you had some celebrities similar to, <laughs> or actually, actually named Brett Michaels. 
was on this team. <gasps> Brett Michaels was there? Yes. Oh, dude, nice. Um, Belinda Carlisle was there. Okay, okay. MC Hammer was also on uh, the aardvarks. Yeah, so, okay, so this, uh, look, this is like the surreal life, reality TV, VH1 level celebrities is what, um, I'm, what I'm hearing. Although yeah, well, you want to know there. who else was on this team? Who? Keanu Reeves. Oh, damn. Okay, so they got some pull. Although, was this the time when he like wasn't working and was just like memeing with people on the internet? Well, in, in this description, he is credited for Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Yeah, all right. Wait. Is this pre why wouldn't he? No, The Matrix was in like 1999. No, The Matrix was 2001. Okay, well, yeah, but either way, this was before 2004. 1999. Oh, it was 1999. Boom, the Matrix. Well, ah. Listen, I've not watched <laughs> The Matrix. What do you want from me? Huh. Take that. Okay, so do you want to know who was on the salamanders now, real quick? Okay, and then we'll go back to whatever we. I guess we we're podcasting. Yes, that's what was happening. Um, so okay, so on this team, Akiva's friend Kevin Costner was on the uh, salamanders. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay, uh, Kip Winger of the band Winger mm-hmm. was there, mm-hmm. and then you had Robin Zander, lead singer of Cheap Trick, on this team. On the other team. You had the bass player of Cheap Trick, Tom Peterson. Oh, all right. So we got a little rivalry going there. A little bit. Wait, so where is... I don't see Nick Lachey's name anywhere here. Mm. Did this happen? This picture uh, was taken. Whatever. You know what? I so. read one of the competitions that happened, okay? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. That's fine. Yeah. Oh, there were more teams. Oh my god, all right. No one cares. Let's move on. Oh, I read the one for 1990. I don't know which which year was he in. Oh, then that makes sense why Keanu Reeves was credited for Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Oh, yes. then that actually changes the level, the caliber of the celebrities. Yeah, yeah, because literally in 1991, Will Smith was on one of these uh, teams, as was mm-hmm. Magic Johnson, Reggie Miller. Um, okay, all right. Let's move yeah. on. Let's move on. Well, this is ex- interesting, but we don't okay, have time. I don't know what you're in your free time. Yeah, I don't know what you're doing here. I'm I'm not going to do it in my free time. But anyways, um, Taylor Lautner and Robert Pattinson come up just because of the whole the vampire teeth, which I thought, come on, come on, you yeah, know, come you, on. You, you you can do better than this. Come yeah, on. you can do better than this. Come on. Why are you just copying what I'm saying? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> exactly, uh, Liana. Who did Nicole guess? Bro, I didn't write it down. See. You need me. It you, was, yeah, I do need you. That's why I don't take whatever, whatever. Brian Luttrell or or Nick Lachey, one of the two. Yeah, I mean Nicole's been on fire. I kind of blame blame Nicole a little bit for the Tyrese Gibson. Like she guessed him, and then he went home. So I blame <laughs> I blame Nicole. Yeah, you think the minute they guess, there's a guy in the side <laughs> with an earpiece that just pulls right. up his collar and he's like, "Send him home." You gotta get him out. Get him out. Okay. Yeah. 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 Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price Priceline. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. All righty then. We now go to the water and visit your favorite of mine, the Black Swan. Liana, take it away. All right. So, yeah, the Black Swan. So it was interesting because the first like two clue packages were very like intense and sweet because the Yetis was like about his family and the Robopine was about, you know, someone that they lost. And the pig was like, I shaved my head. And then <laughs> the Black Swans was just like nothing. Right. It was a little bit of like, oh, you know, I struggled growing up, that kind of stuff. But uh otherwise i didn't get a whole lot from it in terms of the visual clues it was like umbrella the my little pony the baby the adam drawing thing um the thing with new hampshire and then new the hampshire. like pop soda or whatever those are like the main visual clues i took away pop soda is just pop right that's what it is uh pop soda coke you know what i'm saying easy pickings easy pickings yeah so She's from Brattleboro, Vermont. Which I, yes, and I drove through Brattle. Brattleboro has one of my favorite gas stations in that entire trip that I took up to see you. It's the one with the sandwiches that I like. I miss that. (laughs) Like, dude, those, whatever. You know what? That's not important. Move on. The way it's, it's to me, it's the way you like. Uh up this as if it's some grand like oh my god that's where the 2018 Super Bowl happened no that's where they had the tuna sandwich that I liked when I drove to see you <laughs> it was an egg salad sandwich oh I'm sorry station, which is probably the worst decision anyone could make ever but it was really good and the gas attendants were always super nice to me and that was where actually I think Jennifer no Joey, Joey bought the scratch offs when we were driving up. Do you remember that one time? And I cashed in the scratch because they were Vermont. They were Vermont scratch offs. And so I had to cash them in specifically in Vermont. And that was where I cashed in at that exact station. Anyway, whatever. Again, we're we're on so many tangents here. But the black one. I need people to know. Liana was very upset when she would be on the drive back and she'd go to this gas station and they didn't have the sandwich. She would be very upset. Like actually upset. Yeah. Not exaggerating. Yeah. Uh, look, I uh, neither here nor there. <laughs> well, let's go go and talk about the uh black swan. Okay. See that rhymed if you think about it. Okay. Um, this is right. where sorry, I just need to jump in here because this is where I'm saying that versatility is key because I feel like the black swan, unlike the Robo Pine, has just been doing everything. And and Ken or or 
Robin, one of them pointed out too. So I felt like validated by the judges because she chose a Stevie Wonder song. And I think what it emphasizes is how versatile and strong her voice is that she can do so many different artists and so many different songs and be killing it every week. Yeah, I I agree with you, and I believe it was Robin who was a big like he he was the one I think who who bigged her up in the in the comments. I'm pretty sure. Okay. Yeah, but no, I thought this was good. I thought the as far as Razzle Dazzle goes, it had very good motif with all the the hearts and the red and the white. I loved all of that. Phenomenal, phenomenal stuff. Um, the dancers I thought were a good touch. They didn't. They weren't overbearing. They weren't randomly like standing out because of the weird mask or anything so that was good and i thought the song performance was amazing as well um i feel good about the the black swan i think if you know earlier i said the yeti in the top three i feel comfortable stamping the black swans ticket to the final three as well i really Mm -hmm. do Mm -hmm. yeah i um I feel yeah, I, I feel confident about that and I felt confident about that for a while and this this performance just solidified that for me yeah okay so then we're on the same page which makes me very happy so I will say I do not know what the Mariah Carey mind reader clue means outside of it being a funny segment to poke fun at Nick Cannon oh no so it the clue actually comes from when she was talking about it afterwards this one I knew because oh, she passed her, something. yes exactly because Mariah's album was on the charts and when her album came out it passed Mariah so that oh. like, yeah. Yeah, 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 that yeah, makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes more yeah, sense. Yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. Okay. Thank you for that, Liana. I appreciate it. You're welcome. That. Educational. Yeah. You're very nice. Thank you. Very nice. <laughs> All righty. So, as far as the guesses go, Chrissy brings up Christina Milian. I feel like we've said this before. I'm going to say it again. Should be on the Mass Singer at some point. Mm-hmm. Great artist. Mandy Moore. I could see on the mass singer as well, potentially good artist. If someone else brings up Kesha one more time, yeah. Kesha has to be a name on the jar now. Jar. Jar. Very jar. Very All right. Jar. Now, I know with the mass singer podcast, we put a thing inside a thing and then another thing, and then we present three things and we fall out of a tangent. But let's take three things out of this one and call her a Russian doll because that's the next performer that we have here. So, the Russian dolls are have the masks off. They they talk about it. it's just the two of us here. Do you feel lied to every time the Russian dolls speak? Lies. I mean, the thing is, is that then it was, and I think I speak for all of us when. Ooh. So like that's the way of getting around. Like, see, I speak for all of us. Even mm-hmm. though there's only two of us, I speak for all of us. Whatever. There's Ugh. three of you. I don't like them. I know you don't like them. (laughs) And like, that's not to take away from the fact that I thought this performance was good. Um, This is the one we saw preseason. This is the one that I sent to you and Mike Bloom on Twitter Mm -hmm. in the preseason because I saw it on YouTube. Mm -hmm. It's a good performance. It's a very nice song. Very good tune. I would argue no razzle dazzle. They've had one razzle dazzle performance and that was the, um, the Bruno Mars song they did. Mm-hmm. So I still get creeped out by the by the Russian dolls masks. But that's mm-hmm. fine. Uh ultimately for me, this wasn't in the top half of the night. But mm-hmm. it was a good song. 
I mean, the thing is, is like they can't really have razzle dazzle because they're just little lumps. You know what I mean? They're just lumps that move around the stage and one of mm. them, the mouth opens and then they've got little arms. So like it, uh, they're already limited. So I don't know. Yeah. Part of me was like, is this is like the true test of whether or not strong vocals can outwin any type of movement mm. i guess um and because that's the thing is is that you know this song obviously strong focus on the vocals but they just they can't do anything so uh, amazing singers i will give them that and it was interesting to hear robin be like i think you just punched your ticket to the finals i think is that what he yeah, said can i hear what uh, might, can i be honest with how much they keep saying game changer, game changer, I'm very worried we're going into a Russian doll win. And no! I'm not okay with it. Because <laughs> what's more game changer than like three, a, winners. three winners get crowned under one? Or ooh, we'll find out oh, how many no. people are here. I'm very worried that this is a thing that's going to happen. Don't put that out in the universe, please. I mean, I'm I'm just worried. Stop. I'm just worried. I know. I don't want it. Clearly, there. <laughs> Russian Dolls is the one I would like not in the running at this point. Yeah. But genuinely, with how much they've said game changer, because what's what else is a game changer? A wild card winning potentially. That is the only other thing I can think of. That's like, ooh, yeah, like someone that didn't start the season ended up winning. Like something like that could happen. Or, ooh, yeah. we've never had a rapper win if like the chameleon wins. Or, ooh, like I don't know what else could happen. I mean, um, I've done a lot of game-changing stuff. I'm kind of hoping that that's where it ends. I'm um, hoping the game-changing part of the game-changing game-changing is the game-changing mm-hmm. that's happening with all the new innovative ways they're doing the clue stuff, or yeah. the fact that the clue will do is a game-changer and giving us exclusive clues, or um, the uh, the game-changing fact that Robin literally said he would cook the chicken. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I will take any of those as opposed to the Russian Dolls winning but I'm very worried. I really, really am. Because, And despite the fact that I believe one of the judges guessed what you've been saying all along, that um, Hanson is the group you've mentioned. They've been guessing Hanson. Yeah, for like two weeks now, they've been guessing Hanson. Right. So to me, that is a little bit of a concern. Or that would be a little bit of a concern. Okay, no one said JoJo. Have they said Omarion? They've not said either JoJo or Omarion. I think they brought up one of them brought up Wiz at one point, but not again. Oh, but I not, think it, yeah, I think it was Robin, and then he like quickly passed over it or something. Oh yeah, like you that. know what? It was kind of a yada yada guess. Like, it could be yeah. Wiz, but also um, yeah, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So interesting. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I thought my my favorite part was uh, with the clues was uh, Robin bringing up the walk and then doing a walk. That was funny. <laughs> Yeah, that was actually that that made me laugh. Mm, mm-hmm. wah, mm, bah, oh my bah, god. So mm, when when after the piglet performed, one of the comments Robin made was I think the piglet's gonna oink his way to the top. And oh, I didn't mm-hmm. clock what that was. And then I was oh oh I've heard that phrase, but with another oh oh no. Talk about offensive comments. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> bruh, what are you doing? He's gonna ride his jock all the way to the top. <laughs> literally we all forgot about that i wasn't gonna edit this podcast and then you said hey please remember that it's thing fine, it's fine it's just move on when you make it a big deal it becomes a big deal it's not a big deal i'm not, removing, it. I'm not removing okay yeah, well yeah. look robin thick is the one who said he's gonna oink his way to the top yeah and i thought for every <laughs> walk there is an oink 
You know what? The same person editing The Masked Singer is the same person as you who was like, ah, I'm not going to edit it. <laughs> I'm just going to leave it in. They're like, yeah. It's fine. They know. They know what's going I on. Need, I need to grab a few more seconds in another clip. It's fine. That's fine. <laughs> it's okay. But yeah, okay. So then we get to the last performer of the evening. And mm-hmm. that is the chameleon. Let me walk you through my feelings, okay? So okay. for me, I have been worried about the chameleon ever since we did our draft because I recognize that the chameleons for me, the chameleons all razzle dazzle. The chameleon does, you know, the nostalgic stuff that I like, the rap that I like. Mm -hmm. And I've been worried of, okay, you're going to have a tough time because similarly to the frog, you're focusing on the nostalgia rap. But then unlike the frog, you don't have the dancing razzle dazzle. So I've been worried that the chameleon's days are numbered. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you. I thought the chameleon had a top three performance tonight. Oh, Sam killed it. And yeah, here's where all my excitement comes in. I recognize the song because you know who he did. He did Buster Rhyme. And that's my favorite. And the neon motif is a nod to the music video for that song. Mm -hmm. Um, Hands where my eyes can see. And I love this song so much. It's on my playlist. So the minute it came on, I was hype. And then the chameleon doesn't miss any rhymes. Hits yeah. all of them. Yeah. Also, if you need further confirmation that this is Wiz Khalifa, the orange slices, he has an album called Cushion Orange Juice. There you go. With the shoe, in my head, this is how the shoe clue is. Okay, bear with me. So the clue was a Jordan, right? A, a pair of Jordans. And then mm-hmm. the chameleon brings up, you know, it's kind of right, but sometimes it can be left. I thought, okay, so it's close, but no cigar. So it's not. Jordans I need to focus on. It's other shoes. Hmm. Chuck Taylor's. Taylor Gang is the name of the group that Wiz is associated with. So uh, there you go. Uh, there you go. Okay. Boom. Stretch that, baby. Oh, yeah. My back lovely, hurts. Lovely, lovely, lovely. <laughs> so you, now you tell me. I, I just had to talk about how much I love this performance, but it's your turn. No, I mean, of course, I knew that you were going to resonate with this, but for someone who this is not my preferred genre of music, I'm going to pop on some tunes. I can still appreciate amazing artistry when I see it. Like, this is freaking impressive. It was smooth. I enjoyed it. I even Robin Thicke was doing his best white dad dancing. Like, we were all (laughs) dancing and vibing to this because it was such such a strong performance. I mean, he, like this is he is by far like the best rap performer that we've seen on the show hands down and part of me wants him to be rewarded for that. Like even yeah. though it's not my personal preference in terms of music, like he deserves to go far. Like, this performance, this is like oh chameleon, you deserve to be in the in the final 3. You know, whether or not that's going to happen. Um I just feel like it's so strong and for someone who typically doesn't succeed in this field and like do it well that we've seen on the show at least, I want mm-hmm. that to be rewarded, but yeah, I I loved this. I thought this was really great yeah i thought this was very good i enjoyed it big time it's not as someone who listens to a lot a lot of buster rhymes bust rhymes is one of the faster lyricists in rapping so to do a mm-hmm. bust rhymes tune and not miss good 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 time um also again or one out for busta the dragon we will never forget that the dragon was done dirty because the giraffe had to make it to the next round because the giraffe is the guest judge for the mass dancer whatever we move on i'm i'm, I'm very annoyed um anyways, i know uh well no 
<laughs> no, you know what I mean, like in the show. Ah, okay, okay, cool, 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 cool. <laughs> okay. I was like, wait, mm-hmm. all right. So then, next thing is the judges. So the judges can guess as Young Thug. Nicole goes with Snoop, which I think is a very good guess because mm-hmm. I know how close the two are. So it makes sense that they're going to get a, like uh, associate some of the clues with Snoop. It makes sense to me, right? Now we get to the end. Robo Pine getting unmasked again. Big sad. Big sad this is happening, but now that we've talked through it, it kind of makes sense to me a mm-hmm. little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Three judges had vaulted Jamie Foxx as the guest, Liana. Wait, three? I thought all four of them. No, uh, Robin had genuine. Oh, oh, okay, 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 okay. Oh, yeah. man. <laughs> A jar? <laughs> <laughs> at this point there's no universe where Jamie's doing the show They're, they've guessed him too many times he for was, Jamie to yeah. do it well, there's no guest, fun right? he's been a guest judge yeah yeah because to me there's no if it's one of those things where because he's gonna get guessed a lot he's never gonna get asked to be brought up mm. okay how about this though they bring him in in one of those wild card slots and immediately mm-hmm. unmask him no, I want Jamie Foxx to win. If he's in the show, I want him to go the distance. I need them to stop guessing Jamie Foxx. I, I don't know. care how that happens. But here's the thing. I know Jamie Foxx is someone who can do his, like, hide his voice very well. So I do subscribe to the school of thought that Jamie Foxx would do kind of what the RoboPine was doing about, like, oh, I'm, I'm older, I'm 60, uh-huh. and do it well and fool them. So that's something I do think could be could, could happen potentially. Oh, okay. Yeah. Can we talk about the unmasking? Like the, uh, like the conversation after the unmasking? Because yes. there was something super interesting. And maybe I like didn't quite get it all the way. But did essentially the RoboPine be like, yeah, I straight up lied to you. I had to. Yes. I mean, the RoboPine talked about, yeah, I, you know, they talked about how the RoboPine said that they were 60 and from Costa Rica, which wasn't the case. Um, and then they, yeah, they showed like the Robopine doing like a walk. Yeah. He like admitted to just like straight lying. Yeah. Well, here's what I learned. I think is the, they can say whatever they want, the, but the clues don't lie. Right. I think that's the key. So what I think we're learning in the emergent gameplay of Mass Singer is you can bluff all you want about your age and stuff, but then your clue package cannot lie to us. So for example, when we saw Grandpa Monster, Mm-hmm. There was no grandpa in that costume. We know that. So, but then the grandpa comes in with the walker, and like that counts well, as part yeah. of that. Like, fibbing yeah. is fine. So, you can lie, but only certain lies are yeah. acceptable. If, if clues like, oh, there was a bat, because like this guy had something with a bat one time, and that counts, then I think this is fair game. <laughs> <laughs> if they can stretch the clues, they can stretch the truth. I think that's yeah. the motto of the mass singer. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> and then the episode ends. And then we're going to go into the, the final five next week, Liana. We're going to go to the final five. Mm-hmm. Make a prediction right here. Who's going out at fifth place? Dude, I don't even know anymore. I have no idea either. <laughs> uh, 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 did they guess Nick Lachey yet? 
They keep passing Hanson. I I don't want to buy into your theory that... Oh, I would love for the Russian Dolls to be out next. Yes. That would be my guess, because they've Mm -hmm. guessed Hanson now two times. Both Jenny and um, Nicole have said Hanson. The momentum is moving in that direction. I feel like the... The, the gimmick of it all is, is kind of wearing off, and I would rather see what some of the, the other contestants would bring. Now, that being said, on the night, if the pig has a bad performance, the chameleon has a bad performance, you know, that I could easily see them going as well. But I'm not a betting woman, but if I had to, I would say the Russian dolls. Yeah, okay. I'm, I'll double down on that bet. Let's say that. I think that's a good idea. <laughs> well, I'll triple down on that bet. All right, I will quadruple down, and then I don't know the next iteration, so don't even try me. Okay. Okie dokie. All right, Liana. We are done here with this episode. We've predicted the outcome of the next episode. We'll be back to talk about Mass Singer all over again next week, but until then, Liana, what do you have going on? Where can people find you? I'm straight chilling. Um, what have I done? Uh, I did a RHAP Rewind Ooh. with the great, of course, Rob Giorgianino and Chappelle talking about Flavor of Love, which was so incredibly fun. I really, really enjoyed it. That should be out soon. And um, yeah, otherwise, just uh, hanging out, waiting for RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars 6 to kick off. How soon is that going to be coming out? Oh, my God. We have no idea because uh, normally it's like right after. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's going to be on Paramount Plus first of all, which oh, yes, is yes, like that. bizarre, but fine, whatever. Um, and then Drag Race all Drag Race um Down, Down Under. Under, yes, is mm-hmm. is going on right now. So it's not like there's a Drag Race season on. It's just an international Drag Race season. But I assume All Stars will be starting out. Like, I think they're going to overlap for sure a little bit because they all started, they all stars, they overlapped Canada with All Stars 5. So I think they're going to wait for Down Under like a couple weeks and then kick off All Stars, if I had to guess. I see. That's exciting, though. It's exciting. It's going to be there. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Okay. So um, the other thing is that BB Can has now ended. I talked all about the uh, finale episode with Taryn, Melissa, and Amon over on the. Uh, recap show i guess yeah that's what we would call it i don't know why i decided to segue this way um Mm -hmm. but then also um 90 day fiance happily ever after going strong two episodes in and it's been phenomenal if you want to check that Mm -hmm. out me and rob got together with sasha this week to talk all about that and you can find me on social media on twitter instagram at puyaism on twitch.tv slash puya and we, this is the start of the month. It's a great time to join the Patreon group. The RHAP Patreon program offers a lot of fun features for you, um, included but not limited to a game night on a Friday. Now we're doing uh, Patron Mafia that I will be hosting. And that's a fun time. So that and many more things go over to Rob has a website.com slash patron and check out what you could get today. Now, this has been a fun, fun session. So from me, Puya the Tripod Zanvakili, and Liana, the Sausage Roll Boris, we wish you a good evening, a good weekend, a good week. And until the final five, I don't know what they're going to name it, the Ferocious Five, potentially. Take care and uh, have a good one. Bye. 
It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club! Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.